It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitudes. Hang tight because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, art. Of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. Just when I thought we were out, <laughs> they keep bringing they us drag back. us yeah. right back in. <laughs> oh. Well, we didn't know that there was going to be a runoff. So. No, didn't know there was going to be so, a runoff. There's still time. Listen, I've had it. I'm, I'm done <laughs> with all this. I really am. It's going to almost be over soon. So. I can't take it with anymore with the candidates, and it's with a, the politicians. And it's and a all bright, the... bright future. So Yes, what well, is the bright future? It is. I, I agree. I already feel lightness in the city. I feel like everyone's starting to really feel it. The lighting of the Christmas tree was certainly a night that was, great. That was fantastic. And yeah. you could see all the residents really enjoying and sharing together. And, yeah. and How many layers do you have on that? It's a little chilly in really? here, and I like it cold. I was going to say. But I only have one layer on. I have a jacket on. This looks very thick. All right. Well, it's heavy. Mm. Well, Moving here's on. the other thing. <laughs> and I was so excited to be done, and now Annette's back. Which is the best news. I guess. Because <laughs> I want Annette to come back all the time. Right. I know. Well, we're friends. Yes. You know, he, I know. He doesn't get it. It's a different <laughs> I have the key and the code. That's my role. <laughs> I was going to say, I let him in. I'm sorry. That's my role. <laughs> all right. So, podcast, here's the, here's the deal. So, we have a runoff now in January for the at-large candidates. So we're at the, uh, where, where were we there? Cooper's at that uh, John. They were honoring John Harmon. Right. It was a lovely event. It was I a have great to event. say. Yeah. A, a little shout out to a couple of people, the staff at Cooper's. They did a lovely job. Oh, I they thought. Did. Yeah, they did. I thought it's a beautiful place to have an event. Yes. And they can do a lot of different things there. This was kind of like tables, high tables, low tables. Mm -hmm. right. It was really lovely and it was decorated nicely for the holidays. And my particular favorite server, Joey Bayard, was serving us. And, of course, the food was great. Food and was great. also Smokehouse had their table set up, and mm. they had a lot of delicious food yeah. manned by Buck and Aziz and Reggie, some of our favorite people in Trenton. Right. Absolutely. Um, so it was a really nice, another nice, great Trenton event right. and Mercer County event. So we ran into Taiwan to Terry Wilson yes. over at Coopers the other night. Mm -hmm. And Who I'd uh, never met before. Nice. I feel like I met her, but I didn't meet her. I mm. just feel like, because I, I, I saw some videos. Oh, okay. And I got to say, I kind of like what she had to say on the videos. Yes. And uh, I know Jacques uh, Howard interviewed her. Mm -hmm. Jacques Howard, friend of the show. Hey, Jacques. And I really liked what I heard, and I was just so happy that she actually introduced herself, mm -hmm. and we booked this. Mm-hmm. So Annette came out of her hiding again. <laughs> she wasn't hiding. And, uh, she was gallivanting she said, around the she globe. She said, I will be on that show as well. I'm like, of course you will, because you don't want to leave this up to us. No. We want her to get some votes. No. I, I, don't feel, right. I don't feel secure doing that. I want to, Podcasty, I want to give you a shout out as well. You guys have like really, really showed up and really made a difference in these elections with your educated viewpoints now and your mm -hmm. educated perspectives from thank you to Annette for that, for those council yes. uh, Rugged Nuggets. Yes. Those were fantastic. And whoever wins, here's the thing. Now you work for us. Yeah. And I don't mean me and Frank, although we're part no, of it. No, that's what I thought you meant, actually. <laughs> I mean everybody, all the residents of Trenton. That's right. So yeah, you really, do you really want this? <laughs> <laughs> you 
You work for us. They have no idea. Exactly. They have no idea what's coming. All right. We're going to hold that, your feet to the fire. Absolutely. Everybody. And every that, single person. Yes. And okay. that voice you just heard was not the ghost of Christmas past, <laughs> present, or future. It is of, that's right, the former Westward badass councilwoman herself. Annette Latigue is back with us. Hello, Yay. Annette. Hello. It's a pleasure to be back. It's good to see you again. I'm so happy you're here. It is. Yeah, she was uh, crying in her soup that she was never going to see you again. <laughs> no, and, I knew uh, that. I was rejoicing in the square. Oh, but, stop. Uh, nobody <laughs> seems to care about that either. All right, so Annette, now this is a kind of a different kind of a feeling because it's a runoff election. Still an election. It's still an election. Mm-hmm. So I think what's important, you know, for Picastia Land to know. It's so cute when she tries. <laughs> I love her. Did I not get it right? What it's are you okay. talking about? You don't want the right? land. I want Picastia to know an election is an election. Mm-hmm. A runoff election will typically be between a certain number of people, or if something goes wrong, two people, just two. Mm-hmm. Right. If something goes wronger, six. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, and a lot went wrong mm-hmm. in this election Yeah. relative to counting. And I want to say it's always a good idea when people are prepared to stand up for their rights. How many is it between now with the runoff? At large, it's six. 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 There's six. Okay. There's six wow. left. Mm-hmm. It usually falls down to the top six if there's okay. a runoff. Oh, okay. does it? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's not really weird. No, it's not. Not at all. Hmm. It's normal. Okay. There was a lot to begin with. For I just, Nine, right? Uh, yeah. It, was, it just seemed like a lot of people running for that, that seat. Well, or out of seats. Like 26 people total. <laughs> well, and that too, you have to know, as much as it may be frustrating for some, the very fact that people took a step forward mm-hmm. yeah. and wanted to take a chance to be beat up on, because that's what's going to happen over the next four years. Right. Says a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That people want to be engaged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Says a whole lot. Yeah. I give credit to anybody who decides to run because you're opening up your life to a whole lot of criticisms and accolades and everything in between. Right. Exactly. I know the listeners really, really got a solid education on how things, on how government in the city works, at least this city, from your nuggets that you dropped. Is it necessary now? Are they educated enough to know what they need to know to be able to cast a good vote? We should give them a nugget. I think so. If you have a rugged nugget, then drop it. We have a rugged nugget, and it's simply this. I want you to know what the president's role is of counsel. It almost appears obvious to some, and even as a direct result of what has happened in the past, there is a misunderstanding that the president's role is greater than it is. The president is elected just as every other council member is, and that president does not ever have the right to silence another council member. Oh, really? They didn't put them there, and they can't take them out. And so, Mm. unless there's something going on, this is the second part, unless that council member is misbehaving inappropriately, not based on what the president thinks, but inappropriately, cursing, ranting, raving, whatever. But if Christina is the president and I'm on council, she doesn't like what I'm saying, Suck it up. That because seems your council obvious. member yeah. has mm-hmm. a right to speak. And in the past, and even just recently, a council member was silenced. And I want Podcastia to know that is absolutely inappropriate. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was like that was like this is as usual. She would interrupt everybody. If there's an interruption, if they are out of line, mm-hmm. if they're not following the guidelines and the rules that apply to the dais, that's one thing. But just because you disagree doesn't mean you get to silence a council member. Right. And that's important for the incoming, Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. as well as the outgoing. If I have a problem with my South Ward council person, how come when I go to a council meeting, I got to talk to the president and not the council person that I want to talk to? You initially address the chair and then you say, this is a conversation I'd like to have with my council person. Mm -hmm. What has happened in the past council were Mm -hmm. not only inappropriate, but bordered on criminal and illegal. Wow. Exactly. So Podcastia needs to get back on board Mm -hmm. in understanding the president does not have the right unless a council member is out of control, Mm -hmm. being disrespectful, using foul language, does not have the right or the authority to silence another council person. Mm -hmm. And the other council members coming in need to understand that if a council member attempts to do that, you need to take them to task. Mm -hmm. They do not get to silence a voice that was sent there by the people. I have one more question about the president. How are they elected? Incoming council makes the decision. Okay. And that's a good question because somebody who's been sitting there may think that they have the right. Somebody who got the most votes might think they have the right. right. The right comes only from the council member's majority. Okay. Nobody has an automatic to the president's seat. But there's okay. only six of them voting for the seventh person. Nobody has an automatic. No, I understand that. I'm just saying, how, how do they, seat. what if they have a tie? Then they have to discuss that. What if you get seven people voting for themselves now? What are you going to do? <laughs> you'll have, have a you'll election have a and we have to council. bring you back in and we do another you, show. You I'm have not a, coming you back. Have a, you have a council that you just got rid of. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. So if a council person is out of control, the president can then step in. Right. But normally they can't do that. They cannot silence they should the not people. silence a council member ever. Right. They should never take away a council member's right got to it. speak. Because okay. they're speaking for us. Exactly. I get it. The president okay. didn't elect the council members. The gotcha. community right. did. Gotcha. Unless they're out of control. <clears throat> Robin Vaughn. Okay. So we're going to start now <laughs> <Okay>. with our 10-minute <laughs> our presentation. Okay, here we go. Once again, we have a council-at-large candidate, Miss Taiwanda Terry Wilson is with us. Hello, Ty. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. You have 10 minutes on the clock of uninterrupted time, 10 minutes to talk to Podcastia, and you can start now. Hi, my name is Ty Terry Wilson, and I am a candidate for Trenton City Council at large. I've been living here in the great city of Trenton my whole entire life. That is not a reason why you should vote for me. You should vote for me because I care deeply about our city, and I have always advocated for everything that is Trenton, whether it is our children in education, making sure that our students have books, making sure that we are in buildings that are safe making sure that our buildings are lead-free and asbestos-free, whether that is fighting for our seniors to make sure that their quality of life is one that we should expect from a community, which is safe, free from having to worry about unnecessary things, crime and things of that nature. Advocating for Trenton to people to recognize that we are a very diverse community. And for me, our diversity has always been our jewel because we are a true representation of what America really is. I talk about our quality of life here in the great city of Trenton. If you don't have a quality of life, you're really not living. And so for me, number one, I believe that Trenton is a place that is a state capital. And then I believe that our quality of life and the way that we're represented and portrayed should be of that same caliber. And I'm going to stand on the front lines and I'm going to advocate not for a position, but for myself as a Trentonian and for you as a Trentonian. And a voice for me is a voice for that. 
I'm going to hold um, people accountable. That includes myself. I'm going to take the voice of the people with me and my decision makings. Um, I'm going to take the voice of the people with me when I need to make a decision. And it won't always be what people expect, but you can guarantee that it's going to be what is best for Trenton. And that's what we need to be. I think I've showed an example of that when I fought to get the new high school built. <laughs> you know, we had children who were going in unsafe buildings and who were expected to be able to come in and learn and, and be focused. The water was coming out brown because of the pipes. And, and it wasn't popular to decide what type of building we should have, whether it was going to be brand new or whether it was going to be modernized. But that's what a community does. A community talks about things that discuss what makes the most sense. And then we go from there. So that's an example of my advocacy. The most recent example of my advocacy would be fighting to make sure that our voices were heard in this last election. So we needed to make sure that our votes were counted, and not only were they counted, but they were counted properly using the right formula. We had to go to court for a lawsuit just to make sure that the people's voices were heard. And that is what you can expect from me. I don't have a lot to say other than this is who I am. I've shown you that I can work well. I believe that democracy is diplomacy, right? And so when we are trying to govern for people, we need to make sure that we are showing up in a professional space, that we are showing up with an open-minded space, and we also are showing up in a firm space. So all those things need to go together. And while they're going together neatly, they should always be professional and not necessarily argumentative because we need to get things done. So we don't want to be adversarial. We want to find a way to work together. And that is what I offer to you. Well, that was good. That was good. Not even really like six minutes. That's okay. She said what she needed to say. I li- right? Listen, I like the people that don't go on and on. <laughs> All right. Right. I right. want people of action. Annette, what do you think of this one? I like it. <laughs> I, like I like it. it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm really appreciative of when people know who they are, what they want, what their intentions are, and what they're capable of. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't take forever to explain that Mm -hmm. or to share that information. And so I'm impressed. I'm impressed because Ty Mm -hmm. said something that resonated with me. What was that? She said, I'm going to hold people accountable, including myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. And I like that Mm -hmm. because most people think they go to counsel to hold others accountable and they do, but include yourself in that package. Right. There are times when you won't agree. There are times when there will be disagreement and you won't be on the same page. And the most important thing is how do you handle conflict? And so she spoke to that. She spoke to accountability. So Ty. Yes. You're back. This mm-hmm. is your second rodeo in this race. Mm-hmm. Actually, your third run in this race. What I'd like to know, you've told the people who you are and what you intend to do. But I want you to delve just a little bit more into why they should vote for you. Why should they consider you? Because they're in the second round here. It's going to be difficult to get people out. Mm-hmm. Why should they vote for Ty? So you should vote for me because I understand the issues here in the city of Trenton. Okay. You can't govern people if you don't understand exactly what our needs are. So you have to understand the population. You have to understand the issues. And then you have to have someone who is unafraid to address the issue so that we can have success. So a lot of times we don't want to talk about the deep-rooted issues in the city of Trenton. 
poverty. Not everybody in the city of Trenton is in poverty, but if we look at the statistics, we know what our income ratios are here. We also have to understand the type of crime that we have. We also have to understand that education plays a part. We also have to understand that the way we police a community plays a part. So when you understand those issues, I don't know other way to tell you other than I will be an advocate advocate for you. I will be unafraid to address and have hard conversations about what we need to move the city forward. I am unafraid to express my views and listen to other people's views. I understand how Trenton's location of being in between New York and Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, I understand the jewels that Trenton has, but I think that people should vote for me because I am the people. I'm not going to run from it. Listen, you Mm -hmm. hit it right on the head. Mm -hmm. The jewels that we have. Right, right. That you recognize that, yes. That you recognize. We are the intersection of the Northeast Corridor. We are. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to blow past that. Right. We can't blow past. And even the people, do we understand the type of people that we have here Mm -hmm. from our artists, from our people who are restauranteurs, from our people put on the comedy shows, from our scholars, from our basketball team. Like, we have everything right here in the city of Trenton, and that doesn't get missed on me. Mm -hmm. And when I say that our diversity is the most important thing to me, I mean that. I live it and I breathe it, and I guess that's why I ask that. Like, am I missing anything? Because it's so natural. It's not made up. This is I really understand who Trenton is, what we offer, and who encompasses Trenton, who Mm -hmm. lives here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an asset. If you don't know it, then you can't fix it or you can't move us forward without understanding what's on our team. And so a lot of times folks get lost when they're running because they want to send the message to a certain group of people that this is what's going to happen. But that diversity and the ability to work with and for diversity (laughs) says a whole lot. Absolutely. Because everything can't be a battle. Mm-hmm. And there's a very eclectic mix of people here in this city. A lot of people miss that message because they're focused on the community they know. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important to travel every now and then. You get to know that's different right. people right. mm-hmm. in different places and different things. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that there's a great deal of diversity in the city that must be attended to, Has to be. is important. What is one initiative that you'd like to push forward. What's your baby? I have two, and you're only asking for one, but our quality of life and also how we police our community. Those two things go hand in hand. When I'm looking at the trash, the debris, when I'm looking at the houses, I understand that, okay, let's back up, because I get so excited. So <laughs> this is where it's I should okay. take my 10 minutes. But you it's know okay. what? When I travel, because you're right, When I if, if I'm driving and I'm coming back in the train, and if I'm coming from Philadelphia or even if I'm coming from on a vacation, you just feel a difference when you get back into the city. You can see the, the decay. You can see the grass when it's not, you know, cut. You can see the trash on the streets. You can see the buildings that are vacant. And that stuff does something to your psyche. Mm-hmm. It really does something to you. And so what we have to understand about the city of Trenton, when you concentrate poverty, it's not that people don't care, but they're frustrated because they're not living freely. They're worried about how they're going to have their next meal, or they're worried about if they're going to pay their rent or their mortgage, or they're going to pay a bill, or they're worried about working two and three jobs just to make ends meet, or they're worried about being harassed because we live in a town that has a criminal element, 
but not everybody in our city is a criminal. Right, right. And so those things all factor on your psyche. Mm -hmm. And then we could talk about all the people. We could talk about the people who don't have necessarily financial concerns, but we're talking about I purchased this house here, I invested here, and I'm not getting the return on my investment. I want to be able to come downtown in my city. I don't want to have to drive out to go to a mall or find a nice restaurant. So those are the things that we have to think about, the people, the people in the city of Trenton, what our issues are, how we can address those within the space that we have, whatever authority that we have, and we have to make it better for our community. Mm -hmm. And I think when we talk about quality of life and we talk about how we police our community and we talk about cleanliness, those things all impact our city. And you're right. And, and Frank and Christina, I think at some point we need to have a conversation separate and apart from this mm -hmm. for Podcastia that speaks to what the balance has to be in order for us to meet those needs. Mm -hmm. Right. Because being a city that has a concentrated level of poverty, we're not going to attract some of the things that we want to attract. Mm -hmm. right. And so finding the balance in that Mm -hmm. between low income, middle income, and upper income is going to be critical to our success mm -hmm. and making an opportunity here for people. So I hope you'll consider that if once, if and when you're sitting on council, mm -hmm. that you will consider the balance because it has to happen. And people get a little uptight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And of course there's decay. But I also would ask you to consider <clears throat> just do your own block program. Mm. People have to clean up after themselves. Right. We right. do that in our neighborhood. You do? We do that. Like, I'm on Revere Avenue. And I, well, like, every day we're out there cleaning up. If I'm going to work in the morning, you can find me picking up trash. Mm -hmm. You know, my neighbor might be out when they come home from work. But that's what it's about because it's not poverty that makes our community that's look right. a mess. Right. Because it's not, it's not like people have a different set of morals just because right. they make right. a certain amount of money. Exactly. Right. It is what is happening throughout your day if you're being harassed on your way to work or if you're dealing with somebody who just got shot or hurt. Like all of these things pop, you know, come into it. But if we understand that we are a community and we all work together, that eliminates half our problem. Mm -hmm. And I don't think all police are the problem. I know that to be the opposite. I've went through three police citizens academy courses because I believe in Trenton police and I believe in supporting police officers. But when we have some bad officers, we have to speak to that and address that. Not one of anything makes everything bad. Exactly. We only need to address the issues that we have as president of the Villa Park Civic Association, we're going back about 15 years, I actually did an appreciation dinner for our police officers because I appreciate our men in blue, mm -hmm. you right. know? And I don't appreciate when somebody does something wrong, but that doesn't mean you don't appreciate it all. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. And so, again, balance. Balance. Good point. Yeah. Balance. There cannot be lawlessness on either side of the fence. Right. Exactly, right. It doesn't work for any of us. Right, right. Exactly. And mm -hmm. so finding that balance and understanding that balance is important. And I think the more you guys speak to some of the issues that are presenting mm -hmm. and how we can and should deal with them, you're going to enlighten folks. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people get stuck in their heads about what's right and what's wrong. Everybody has an opinion. We know that. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere. But the reality of what we're living in and what we're dealing with is what we have to deal with. I totally agree what you said. It was like someone comes home from work and what they're facing, the last thing they probably want to do is sweep the front of their yard. Like you drive by people's houses and you're like, 
And it's not just in Trenton. I mean, mm-hmm. you go upstate Pennsylvania where it's rural and you look at somebody's house and go, what the heck are they, you know, but you don't know <laughs> what they're facing through their day that just to add one more thing like, you know, sweep your porch or sweep your sidewalk would just be like too overwhelming. We don't know, but there has to be some answer for that. Like you mean, there has to be some way to help understand and rectify that. Also, the whole message of gentrification, which seems like some people think that's the answer. And I don't agree that that's the answer in the term that we know gentrification. Like we're going to just, you know, people with money are going to move in and buy all the houses and everyone else gets pushed out. There has to be a way to balance bringing wealth in without pushing people out. There has to be a way to bring wealth in and lifting up people who don't have to maybe where a place they have more and they can see some hope and some future for themselves. I don't know. That's what I feel like I got from a nugget from what you're saying here. Can I clarify one thing? Now? Sure. Mm-hmm. So I was saying that ideally, and my, or my, my neighbors on our, on our block, mm-hmm. every single day we're out there on our way to work. You'll see one of us picking up trash, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or even if we're on the way home. Mm-hmm. I do not or did not mean to suggest that whoever we are, we should not be cleaning up in front of our block because I don't care if we make a million dollars or if we make $2 or we make $0. I agree. There is no excuse. Mm -hmm. We all need to be out there straightening up because it doesn't cost us a dime to sweep up in front of our home Mm -hmm. and to pick up litter and trash. Yes. And it's down because residents and people, I've seen people drive by and throw bags out of their windows. Yes. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. No, I meant to just say that that's what we do in our community. I agree. I misspoke if that's the impression. That's not really what I meant, but I I see what you're saying. And I agree with you. You want to find the balance. Right. Yeah. And I agree with that. Right. Right. And so the balance that we speak to relative to trash and... Restoring our neighborhoods. Right. Mm-hmm. right. We've talked about from the top that to the like, bottom from the bottom and to, to the sides. But you said you said you use the term just sweep your block or sweep, just sweep do your, your square. Own block. Sweep your square. Your square. Mm-hmm. Do your, your own block. If every single square. person on the block did, did it, that, the block would be clean. It would exactly. be clean. Right. And I used to say that when I was running and, and even when I'm not running, I'm always saying if we take care of our house that goes to our children, to our kids, we would be okay. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's really not, it's, it's not, nobody's coming in to save us. We have to do this and we have all the tools to do it. Right. Yeah, it's not that hard. It really isn't. You remember when it snows mm-hmm. and at first it's pristine and it's white and it's all, you know. I love it. Look at it until people start to walk past and drop their trash and yeah. do different things, right? My mother used to make us pick up trash and mm-hmm. snow in front of our house. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I got from. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom line is, no matter who we elect, Mm -hmm. we have a responsibility as well. Right. Right. You have to stop doing the same thing over expecting different results. Right. Like, I'm not expecting you to make, fix everything. Well, come in and fix it. No, we have to do it. I have a responsibility. You have, each resident has a responsibility to take care of at least their block or at least their front stoop. I live in multiple places, to mm-hmm. be clear. Do you? I do. You already knew that. So you're one of those wealthy people. <laughs> no, I'm very... Uh, okay, how rich you are. Sweep your street. Lower middle Lady. class. <laughs> lower middle class? Low, I'm in the lower part of that. Oh, you. Okay. But the bottom line is, in the three different places that you know I share residence sometimes, mm-hmm. mostly here in Trenton, people clean up mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They clean up around them. If Ty was my neighbor in Virginia... She wouldn't have a problem coming out, 
picking up something that was in front of my door. Exactly. Because it reflects on her door. Mm-hmm. Just do your own square, do your own block, do mm-hmm. your own house. Just do it. One of the things I said on the campaign trail is, where do you see yourself in Trenton? Mm-hmm. We each have to ask ourselves, do you believe that you are a part of your community? Mm-hmm. And then do you value your spot? And then are you secure in your spot? Because when you know who you are, mm-hmm. I belong here, I live here, this is my community, you're going to act differently. You're going to treat it differently. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think we need to get back to, but again, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. When this is Trenton is a concentrated red line community. But in Trenton, we can be successful if we all just take ownership of our community. Mm-hmm. And I think right. we need to get back to that. We need to let residents know that they matter. And that's actually what I always say. Trenton matters. You matters. Your vote matters. And you can't expect elected officials to fix every problem right. for us because there is no magic wand. When I am elected, I'm not going to stop people from killing each other. I'm not going to automatically be able to make crime go away, but I'm going to be aware of the root causes. Mm-hmm. And when you're aware of the root causes, you can govern accordingly, but you have to govern not what you think, but what the people want. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. And I think from there, you make the right decisions after you take all those things in consideration. Mm-hmm. But the goal has to be the success of Trenton. And it definitely is mixed income. It can't all be poor. Mm-hmm. It can't all be middle class. And it can't all be high either. There has to be a mixture because people are not the same. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I mean, we, we just stick to the basic rules. What makes us a community successful? Cleanliness, mm-hmm. job opportunities, stability, mm-hmm. low crime, good schools. And we all want that. Every person in the city of Trenton wants that. Right. And that's what we can work together on. Right. Yeah, I can't think of like a, a person who would say, no, I don't want good schools. I hope they're, <laughs> they're terrible. Or, no, I love crime. I want it to stay. We all have the same goals here, right? right? We really mm-hmm. all want the same thing, right? So, Ty, just uh, one last thing. Conflict is going to happen. People are going to tell lies. People are going to tell truths. And they're going to talk about a whole lot of things in between. What commitment do you make to keep the business of the city moving forward in two sentences or less? You have to do the work. I've never gotten involved with he say, he say, she say. So I'm, I'm just going to be focused on the work. I'm going to focus on the work that is in front of me, which is to worry about the people. We're in an election right now where we had some controversy. And I didn't respond to articles, even when they called me a sore loser. <laughs> and, you know, because that's not when you know who you are, you don't have to respond to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't intend to go back and forth with people. I'm here to do the work. Good mm-hmm. enough for me. Like that. And okay. I just want to apologize if I have ever said anything not knowing you and not knowing your character. So I would just publicly like to apologize to you okay. if I've ever said anything that misrepresented you. Now meeting you face to face, which I think is so important. Mm-hmm. I really like you. Yeah. I like the vibe you're giving off. And I feel like I don't know you really well, but I just got a, a good feeling from you. Thank you. And I don't read headlines and I definitely don't read headlines about myself except <laughs> what I saw on Facebook and I don't respond. So mm-hmm. if it did, it's okay. I'm glad we got a chance to meet, yeah. but I've never heard wow. of anything. See, and that's yeah. why I love her. Because me, I, I just hope she didn't know I said anything about her. I don't know <laughs> if I did, but I just feel like if I did, I just wanted to make sure that I apologize. That's it. Well, there's Received. an example of how she would deal with things that are not necessarily favorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. And that's important. So thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you all. Thank you both. It was a pleasure meeting you all. It's a pleasure seeing you again. Same thing. Okay. Always. I, however, will not apologize <laughs> for the caricature. But that's the only thing I've ever said about you was the drawing I did of you. <laughs> so just so you know. It, let me, I saw that it went over my head. I promise you. Listen, Good. Listen, very little bothers me. I got a tough skin. Oh, no, I wasn't doing it as an insult. He I just, was just, I just character. draw caricatures. Yeah. yeah, I don't. He just draws what he sees. Yeah, right. I was insulted by it. I said, it was kind of cute. You had my hair the way it should have been. <laughs> well, I know how people important. are about their hair. That's important. All people about yeah. their hair, I know. <laughs> you have to fix Annette's hair. How am I supposed to fix her hair? She's not wearing a turban. Not forehead. Not, oh, you mean in the drawing? Yes. yes. Hey, look, yes. babe, you know, no. I work with what I got. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he tries to make everyone have, have his forehead. That's I right. Think you're right. <laughs> I have a very, very, like, receding hairline. <laughs> receding down to the back of my neck. <laughs> well, you know how we always end these campaign shows in the infamous words of Mr. Mike Tyson. Everybody's got a plan. Until, until they, they get, get punched in, in the face, face Sasso's out. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com.